It's Monday, you bad motherfuckers. It's the 6th of July, 2020. It's gonna be a good fucking day. I got some sports for you. I got some shit talk. Spin fire in the booth, but I'm not a rapper. Purple Room recording. It's the best podcast in San Jose. Let's fucking go. Here we fucking go. No more fucking excuses. We're doing this shit like special forces, you understand me? No fucking exceptions. Fight or be forgotten! Let me tell you something. It's been a long time fucking coming. All of this creative, I don't know, that Harvest Moon got me mad fucked up last night. Purple Room Recordings, by the way. Spin fire in the booth, but I'm not a rapper. Uh, The Harvest Moon was out and fucking banging last night. I don't know what the Harvest Moon means for you guys, but I've had people tell me that it's usually when people want to be most mischievous or, you know, werewolves or something. But personally, for me, all of the already twisted and I, I don't know, could I call them good? Like, okay, like cinematography wise thoughts that I have, they get stronger. So... I, I still don't know what the fuck to do with all of this heat, but it's gonna something's gonna happen, something good. Anyway, before we get into this episode, let me talk about a couple things. Uh, talk about a few things. I recently found another person that has an interaction with sounds and converts it into another sense. Yes, we are. There are more of us out here. Like, when you listen to a song, can you taste it? Or when you listen to a song, do you see colors, or do you see shapes, or do you taste numbers? When I listen to a song, I have to focus really hard, but yeah, I can I can taste it. It's getting easier. I can taste it, but my specialty is, when I listen to a song, it could be the first 30 seconds if I really, really like the song. Like, if the intro is fucking crazy, I can make a, make a, a whole story with images for like it's just a whole ass story like movies in my head ranging from five minutes to one hour depending on how much i like the song there's oh oh shit there are some songs where it won't do shit for me and there are also songs that it's just constant juice constant fucking just bugged out whack job thoughts trippy as fuck i don't know i don't know the first time i ever had a thought like this i'm like ah um, something is obviously uh wrong here Uh, i need some sort of psychological assistance because it was that bugged the fuck out now i know now that what i'm seeing and what i'm tasting and what i'm hearing happens with a lot of people I didn't fuck... I had no fucking idea. It's usually creatives, too. People that have platforms already. People that make music. People that make music. That's a... That's, like, all of them. You can... Like, music does something to you. That's... Yeah. Okay. I thought I was the only fucking person. I was gonna get really pissed off. So... Let me tell you, you're not alone. And this is some real fucking shit. Fire! I'm I'm happy I experienced this now. If you you probably don't remember, but I made a segment talking about sports in this 
podcast. Yes, you cocksuckers. Yes, yes, listen to me. Yes. One of a large segment of this is me talking about sports in my car. I am driving to the other side of my town in San Jose. Fucking podcasting on the freeway. I'm talking about banging ass, thick dicking it, Superman, Cam Newton, and the slugger himself, the man, the myth, the legend, Tom Brady, moving it out to the NFC, talk about my quarterback, my fucking, my quarterback, Aaron Goat Rogers. he's got that beard for a reason, Duke, he's a, he's a billy goat. All I'm saying, this is all I'm saying, all I am saying, Tom Brady doesn't have a beard, Aaron Rodgers does, uh, goats have beards, I'm just saying, I'm just putting that out there as general information, the chips can fall where they fucking may, I said what I said, I'll say it again, Aaron Rodgers has a billy goat beard, Tom Brady doesn't, one of them is the superior goat than the other, I'm just putting that out there. For clarification. Now, if you don't mind, I'm about to break into some fucking sports. Alright, everybody, alright. I am currently, right fucking now, I am driving in my car, recording the best fucking podcast in San Jose. Yes, recording at the same damn time. And let I got I got a few things to tell you. Wow, that was that was fucking terrible. It's a really bad intro. Anyway, the show must go on. Cam fucking Newton, man. Superman, the man, the myth, the fucking crybaby himself is a part of the New England Patriots. And not only not only is he a part of the New England Patriots, he is the starting quarterback now when the the fucking patriots got that one uh cocksucking guy that looked like he should have been a third string and they said he was gonna be their franchise quarterback i knew 100 percent they were fucking joking there was no way in fucking hell they were gonna go through with that idea there were too many not only were there a whole bunch of quarterbacks they could have drafted for this fucking situation. Cam fucking Newton. The Cam fucking Newton, man. The best quarterback in that was a free agent. I'm gonna be honest too. They should have never. Cam Newton should have never been a free agent for that long. I get it. He's injury prone. He has. I feel like he has an ego issue. It makes a ton of sense why a few teams desperately needing a fucking quarterback. <clears throat> Chicago. <clears throat> Jets <clears throat> didn't get him, but I I don't understand why the Patriots didn't get him. They probably had to get it cleared. But if I'm if I'm Bill fucking Belichick, right, and the star man myth, the fucking legend himself, Tom Brady, exited out of the goddamn building, and I need a quarterback that'll get the job done, and I know he'll get the job done, and he's a free agent. Cam fucking Newton is the man for you. It's not a it's a no-brainer. And he's a he's a he's the fucking he's gonna be the man. I wonder how he's gonna do in that new system. Um 
Cam Newton, he can... The reason why Cam Newton is so threatening, right, is because he can use his feet. He can bomb the fucking ball down the field every play if he wanted to. And he can truck a few linebackers in the league. Like, this is just a whole package type guy. And they got him. So they're going to try to... I wonder if they're going to try to work around the offense around Cam. Or Cam's going to have to try to work around the offense. He's such a versatile... Because Tom Brady... We all know what Tom Brady can do. Not very athletic. Can't really run. But that cocksucker can fucking throw 48... 48 fucking points. Like nothing in the first damn half. Like nothing. He can bomb that shit. 80, 20, 40, whatever the fuck. Yards. Down the field. Touchdown. Boom. You're looking at yourself. What the fuck do we do now? Shreds defenses. No doubt in my mind the Patriots are going to be an unstoppable force this year. Uh, We've seen what the fuck happens when Tom Brady isn't 100% playing at his full capacity, not to mention the fact that they had zero wide receivers last year. I'm pretty goddamn sure with the draft plus Cam Newton, Superman, number one, at the helm of the offense, they're going to figure it out. Something magnificent is going to happen with that team. Now, now, not no disrespect, but fuck the AFC. I want to talk about the NFC. My fucking Packers have to go against how many fucking monsters? Two more. Two more. Like the fucking 49ers and the Vikings. I mean, we the Packers made quick work of the Vikings. But the 40 fucking Niners are not a sleeper team. They whooped our ass. Twice. Twice. We missed out on going to the fucking Super Bowl because these cocksucking fucks are good at everything. Not this year. Ha ha ha. You traded too many people. Too many people left. You couldn't pay them all. Too many motherfuckers got injured. Your number one wide receiver running back. What the fuck is uh what the fuck is Moster? Number 19. He's a wide receiver, right? He got a he broke his foot. Um I wish him a speedy recovery. But we all have to admit the 49ers relied on that jet sweep to Mostert to rack up a shit ton of yards. Without Mostert, a lot of the plays and a lot of the action that the 49ers would have executed wouldn't have been as flashy or as pretty without him. He's the reason why the running game for the, in Levi Stadium felt so fucking electric. Him, Brita, the other running back that they had, the running game was so damn potent because of these monsters they had they had and they ran it down our fucking throats and the Packers had zero run D they couldn't do fucking anything versus this goddamn monstrous offense they had not and this is me not even mentioning Kettle so speaking of NFC can we holy shit I'm, I'm super late on this. I've been keeping up with this. I just don't bring it to the podcast very often. I love sports. I'm a big football guy. I just never talk about it on the pod. But Gronkowski and Tom fucking Brady are both going to a franchise that's been missing out. Not only in the playoffs, just wins, period. The fucking Buccaneers. That 
that team has a few Hall of Famers, Warren Sapp being my favorite and the most well-known in my opinion, and <clears throat> a few Super Bowls underneath their belt. Tom Brady, along with arguably the arguably the three, two, well, yeah, three strongest wide receivers, like as a collective, plus Gronkowski, sounds like a goddamn nightmare. A fucking nightmare. I don't want to be a part of it. We're gonna have to play them twice. I never thought I would see the day where Aaron Rodgers would have to face off against Tom Brady in the regular season. This is gonna be one for the fucking books. And do you know what that you know what else that means? That means Garoppolo and Brady are gonna go against each other. Who is who is not ready to see that electrifying shit? You kidding me? Brady Garoppolo. Garoppolo owes a lot of the experience and leadership skills he has to Tom. Whether you like it or not. Two fucking beasts. Well, well, well known monster Tom Brady. And the established, polished, pretty boy that can get it fucking done, Jimmy G. You you got you of course you're gonna fucking be there. Home game, away game, it's gonna be electrifying either fucking way. And I'm going to watch the whole damn thing. The Packers, one of the be- one of the best defenses last year. I don't know what the fuck happened every time we played against the 49ers. They just had our number. They had our number. They knew how to read our defense. We have a, a strong D-line, a strong DB core. Personally, I think that our linebackers can be better. Personally, not excluding, um, not, not including Demarius Smith. I mean, our actual linebackers. I feel like we can do a lot better on the on the run D. And overall, just like deep ball coverage, it's really it's really really easy to just read us. We, I think personally, I think we have top ten, one of the one of the best, one of the fucking best safeties in the game I'm forgetting his name I think it's Jameer something like that absolute monster you can't fucking stop him okay cut me off that's cool oh, I'm driving by the way uh, that's, this is important For the fu- back to football I want to know exactly how the NFC as a collective feels about Tom Brady right because if I'm it has to be it has to go down like this it has to like be separated from different team to different team so if i'm if i'm a team like the 49ers right i personally i would be fucking psyched i would be stoked i'd be very happy to go against a new and improved supercharged juicy as fuck ready to get into the damn dirt offense that the buccaneers now have with not even arguably the best fucking defense the NFC has seen that year the best defense their whole D-line unstoppable literally unstoppable their fucking DBs come on really their linebackers give me a fucking break here I'm just trying to live versus fucking Mike Evans 
a stud, a, a fucking stud on his own, could go to probably any team, dog shit or not, and rack up over 2,000 yards in that season. With Tom Brady, his he, I don't even need to fucking talk about him. Garoppolo don't need to talk about him either. I'm losing the fucking names of the other hardcore, hard body karate, stud muffin wide receivers that the Buccaneers have. And it, it, it just has to vary from team to team. If I'm if I'm uh, the uh, the Bears, if if we if they even fucking play the Bears, I would be shitting my pants. If I am a Chicago fan, if I'm if I play for Chicago, I'm not saying you're supposed to. If you play for Chicago, I'm not saying you're supposed to get psyched out because you're supposed to suck off Tom Brady. You want to bury that motherfucker. But if I'm a Chicago fan, I would be shaking in my goddamn boots. The question I have is as a Green Bay Packers hard fucking dick fan what are we gonna do versus a monster like that now Tom Brady is undeniably the fucking greatest the greatest quarterback to ever do it Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback to ever do it there is a distinction I wanna see both of these fucking mayhem, bad mama jamma motherfuckers have a straight up good old fashioned Western shootout. And I am so fucking ready. I am so fucking ready for this. They're both the, the fucking best banditos in the game. But this time, one of the fucking banditos came back to town. He's in a new town, and Aaron Rodgers is the head fucking sheriff. And he's not going to roll over and die and let this newbie just take his fucking place. Aaron Rodgers is coming back with the fucking vengeance, people. They were trying to shit on him all goddamn year. All fucking year. All he did was make plays. Took his fucking team and his goddamn offense with the help of two very strong, very capable running backs. And an O-line that is so goddamn clean, you can eat food off of them. Not to mention the defense. We're talking about the offense right now. That fucking man is going against the Buccaneers' absolute fucking meh defense. But on paper, they're strong, hard body, for the cause, thick dicking it offense. And there's one other team I want to shed light on right now. The fucking... Oh, I love talking about these cock-sucking, bandwagon, delusional, miserable fucks known as the fucking Dallas Cowboys. Woo! Hey, Dallas, how does it feel two years in a fucking row that you miserable pieces of shit went to the playoffs and my fucking quarterback, my, my fucking quarterback, put you in the damn dirt. One of the fucking years, you lost by field goal. That's, that is how you rip a fucking heart out of a man's chest. Now, on paper, last year, 2019, the, the, the Cowboys were unstoppable. They had everything they needed. They had Ezekiel Elliott. Dak Prescott, a fucking O-line stronger than a wave. They had a defense that was capable as fuck. They had two of the best goddamn linebackers in the NFC, in my opinion. 
They had a pretty good uh, DB core. They had their, their fucking coach. Let, let, let's not talk about his. He's not. He's gone. He's not there anymore. And guess fucking what? You cocksuckers got our old coach, our old Kentucky Fried Chicken looking and eating coach. I hope you know how to utilize him because when he was in Green Bay, he did a fantastic job. The lat, you know, the last few years of his career, uh, questionable as fuck, but he definitely got the shit done. He got us a ring. I am forever grateful for him. I want to see what you guys are going to do with him. But back to the back to the fucking mind-boggling year that the Cowboys had. On paper, they were supposed to supposed to be one of the strongest teams in the NFC. Period. I had them for 100% not even a fucking doubt in my mind going to the playoffs and kicking ass. I didn't know if they were going to go to the Super Bowl or not, but I had them kicking a lot of ass in the playoffs, Un- unde- like undeniably. No, no thought in it. I fucking hate the Cowboys. Their fans are annoying. They somehow always either either beat the shit out of you or lose, and then fucking just rip your heart out the second half, or they just beat you from fucking rip. So. When I fu- when I'm actively watching damn near every fucking football game on Sunday, and Monday, and Thursday, that the the fucking Cowboys are on, and they're getting like they're 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 not even losing by much. That's the irritating part. They I mean there were a few games where they got stomped, but most of the games like they went fucking eight and eight. What the fuck? A team that goddamn capable, a team that strong. You have ev- literally every fucking component you can think of. And you just hit the floor. It's a it's a combination of just bad coaching and people just not being on the same page. They had the same thing with the Cleveland Browns, right? Literally every fucking thing you could ask for, and you hit the floor for what? The fucking one of the the fucking biggest studs to play the wide receiver position, um, Odell Beckham fucking Jr. And his right hand man from LSU. Both Tiger, fucking War Dog, um, fucking forgot his name. Number 80, 80-something. 80 Two beasts in the wide receiver position. And you fucking fumble your damn season. What the fuck is wrong with you? Aaron Rodgers, the fucking GOAT himself, and Tom Brady. Both, both of them had less capable wide receivers in 2019 than the fucking Browns and the goddamn Cowboys and they still both went to the playoffs. This doesn't make any not not let me and hold on let me let me stop. I'm not saying that the Cowboys would have been better than either of these teams. I'm just saying I don't know how the fuck they made it to the playoffs. How does that even fucking happen? Who who drew, who wrote, who wrote this? Is it rigged or something? The who hates the fucking Cowboys that much? I I'm, I'm not going to say I hate the Cowboys, but I do hate your guys' fans. You're all delusional. You guys can go 3 and fucking 11 for six years straight and then be like, oh, Super Bowl next year, get it tattooed on you and shit. Lost the first fucking game of the season. Super Bowl, Super Bowl next year, Super Bowl. The f- come, come on, come on. It's not that serious. We all fucking know that the Cowboys, the 49ers, and the God 
goddamn Patriots have the most wishy-washy fucking fan base of all time. Both teams. And speaking of wishy-washy and garbage, can we talk about the fact that the fucking Panthers last year, what happened? I'll tell you what happened. Fucking Christian Gold Dickin McCaffrey carried that team on his fucking back like Aaron Yeager carried that boulder for humanity. Just as heavy, just as hard, he carried them. And nobody can say otherwise. Luke fucking Keekly, the the stud that he is, um, you had a great fucking career. You deserve onto the football. That's a big pair of shoes to fill, Carolina. I know you guys are ready. Spin fire in the booth, but I'm not a rapper. I will be right back. And we're back. Yes. Yes. I don't talk about sports often, but when I do, it's always electrifying. I love my fucking football so damn much. That's not the point right now, though. Let me tell you guys something. I'm pretty sure, if, at least if you know me, it's not a surprise. My mental health fucking shot to the goddamn floor. This whole quarantine thing got me mad fucked up. There's, there is nothing to do. I feel like my passions have suffered for it. I feel like I can't do anything right. To be just completely honest with you. It's really hard. It was hard for me to get out of bed sometimes. Uh, it felt like a <clears throat> there was a hole in my chest where my creativity and my heart was. It was just a, a, a difficult. I mean, I'm, it's still happening, but it's it's one hundred percent less. You know, quarantine and then some other like external things that were kind of out of my control at the time. So. I'm back. I feel I feel fucking not at a hundred percent, but I feel like like that war shit is back. It's coming. I'm fucking ready. And let me let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you a story real fast. Uh, <clears throat> I knew this person that ultimately was a was a great human being, right? But due to circumstances that ruled their life, they couldn't operate in a way that was healthy for others. Not just me, like others, right? So everyone around this dude would just fucking pay for whatever he was going through at the time. And it <clears throat> it didn't make any goddamn sense to anybody because no one did anything to him. So... When it comes to having a fluid conversation with someone or trying to get to the root of why someone feels bad, especially if you care about him, it didn't make any sense why he would lash out the way that he did. It was really hard to be around someone so full of malice and just wanted to bury and destroy everything in his path and then apologize for it later. It, it, it doesn't... It, it it doesn't fucking add up, Duke. You're gonna you lose people that way. I don't know if and if you if you have tendencies like this, I know I fucking do. Like there are some times where I feel like nothing is worth it. If you have an issue like this, or if you feel like 
it's all not worth it. I don't know. It's from your perspective. I couldn't really tell you how to deal with that because I can't relate to that. For me, there's always a different alternative. I, I don't, I believe making someone feeling, feel pain if they cause you pain, given the circumstances, because I'm definitely like a blood on blood person. But I would say most of the time, like 90% of the time, 95% of the time, nothing needs to happen to that other person that caused you any sort of pain, right? So when I try to relate to someone that gets extremely angry like that, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me because I can't see, I can't, I can't feel that much pent up anger and my first thing to do is to take it out physically or create an episode where I'm yelling most of the time about something I'm passionate about or going for a run. Going for a run for me is perfect. I could, Every time I was angry, I can go run and I'd come back, run wherever the fuck I'm going, run back to my house, take a shower, fucking beat the fuck off and I'd, fe- I'd feel fine. Like that's it's perfect. That's that's my remedy. Uh, a lot of people don't have things like this. They don't have the. And it's not even a tool like fucking shoes. Your feet go. You know what I mean. But some people don't have the capability to try to, you know, not take it out on someone else. I've been a. Unfortunately, I've been a part of this uh, vicious cycle. I'd say most of my life with different people coming in and out of my life. It fucking sucks dick to know that I'm the, I'm the, hold hold on before I say I'm not, I I am not, I ain't no saint. I fuck up. I cuss. I do war shit. I make mistakes. I make big mistakes. Huge fucking mistakes. I feel like my, never mind. I was going to (laughs) say, never mind. I make mistakes. Point blank period. I am not perfect i'm not putting myself on a pedestal for anyone i am better than fucking nobody matter of fact if i could put everyone above me i probably would not healthy i've done it before we're not talking about that right now the point i'm trying to make is when i can't relate to anyone that feels like they need to inflict some sort of physical or psychological damage on someone else that cares about them, loved one, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever the fuck, right? Attack helicopter mating buddy, fucking soul dragon, uh, priest, like whatever, right? I don't get how you immediately jump to, I want to make this person feel like shit just because they're here. This is how you get people kicked out of your life. Or no, no, this is how you get kicked out of someone's life. It sucks dick. It's not pretty. It's not. You're not cute. Stop doing it. I can't even say stop doing it with a straight face because I know that you can't. But f- since I can't relate, I want to try to say for the sanity of others, before you speak, can you think about it? Because you're really fucking people over out here. <clears throat> it's not. It's not cute. It's. Fuck, man. Like, the things that I've, I've thought about during the... Never mind. Um, this is a... It's been a really weird 
like june was so jam-packed like i don't know if you guys realize this but june was so packed of just so much bullshit and like fucking asshole and the beginning of july like 2020 just needs to be in the fucking trash what was the best thing about 2020 we all got or at least i got paid that's it like that that's all i bought a i bought a car and i bought a camera uh oh and a nice pc it's like fuck <sighs> fuck my mental health bro like i got material shit you know what i mean <clears throat> overall i'm thankful for it i'm really happy i was i was able to afford these things but at the same time this has been the worst year ever for not, not personally not my worst year i feel like my worst year was probably 2018 despite it being really good but i 2020 is um if i wasn't already if i've never gone through depression before 2020 would probably be a really bad year for me it's a bad year period like it across the fucking board it's a bad year no one can get a therapist right now because this whole quarantine shit and if you do have a therapist congratulations because fuck but i know for a because getting let me let me preface this right getting a therapist is already hard you i i was fucking blessed to get mine for free i don't even want to imagine how much the rates are for a therapist cost now that covid is in the fucking mix of it too and i don't even know how those meetings would work like do you fucking wear a mask do you not wear a mask do you do you even you know sh touch the same things if it's art therapy or like are you, uh, how does this work it just doesn't make a whole bunch of sense to me so getting a therapist first off like first of all is already hard then you have to actually go then you have to adapt not adapt but you have to take those lessons and use those tools that the therapist is giving you and apply them to your everyday life which is already fucking it's that is very difficult if you're never if you have never been in a situation like that that's hard it gets easier but it's 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 hard it's gonna be rough for the first like month so with all of this covid shit in the mix i'd i would imagine that a lot of people just don't do it you know it, fuck it's it that's just such a sucky thing to think about a lot of people are hurting right now financially fucking rent was due july 1st how do you have no fucking money paying rent, man? They're trying to kill people out here. The f we have a fucking dick-staying, cock-sucking, annoying orange Donald Trump saying he wants to reopen the whole country. What? For what? All the states are going to be reopened. So money can keep going into the fucking... Dude, let me, let me tell you something, dick-staying. You, you are not that fucking guy. You ain't got it, Duke. He is never in his fucking life going to be the wolf of Wall Street. Never. He is never going to be that fucking man. You're not going to be that dude. You're not that dude now. Shut the fuck up. Someone needs to... Do you, do you, do you honestly see Donald Trump at these press conferences? I'll fucking give it to him. He can talk for hours. Beast shit. I can respect that. He can talk for fucking ever. That's something I like in the person. If you can just like um, uh, in the government when you don't want a fucking bill passed and you want to just 
I, for, I forgot that word. You want to keep fucking talking like some cocksucker read every word in the encyclopedia or something like that? He can do that. And that, I'll fucking commend him on that shit because I like that. I can fucking do that. Everything else about his character is trash. Garbage. You are not that dude. If you... Listen, this is how... I felt this way this whole fucking time. And I don't know if I've said it yet, but th- this this is what I got to say. It's 2020. It's 10, 17 a.m. I'm recording this. And it's 7... It's fucking 7-6-2020, bro. It's July 6th, 2020. After all of this... Weinstein shit and just how this cocksucker operates on Twitter and just not even not even the old like forget the shit that he did in the past right all of the things that he's doing now if you're still supporting this fucking guy that says more about you than it does him don't you think you're willing to blindly support someone that is not only a rapist but a fucking on-record pedophile that was in bed with the mafia in New York in 1987 or some shit like that. You're, you you want to ride and fucking die for this man. Why? For what? Because he can be racist openly? Because some of his policies... None of his policies make fucking sense. Fuck him. Because he wants to bring business back to, uh, back to, back to the United States? He wants to be more business-oriented? Is it because he has a mail-order plastic fucking bride that looks like she's screaming for fucking help internally, but Donald Dickstein Trump figured out a way <clears throat> to get certain parts of her head stapled so it always looks like she's in this trans of of uh, of like of serene feelingness, but it's not working anymore. All of his fucking kids. His daughter. You wanted to fuck your daughter. Do you hear that? Do you America? America. Do you did you just hear what I said? You want to support a man that was open not once, a few times. He was open a few times on fucking record. Quoted countless times saying that if he wasn't related to his daughter, he would have sex with her or he would be in a relationship with her. This is a per- you fucking support this guy. Get the fuck out of it. You're that's this you're worse than him. Disgusting. You're willing to like this fucking uh this guy, I don't know what his name is, Kingface or King some coon, 5 foot fucking 6 piece of shit. My man is all flamed up for Donald Trump. He's a whole nigga. He's a whole black man. All flamed the fuck up for Donald Trump even met him he wore a fucking nice uh slave monkey shit monkey suit and he was like hey do you like do you like my suit massa and donald trump was like oh that's a good nigger yeah i like your cheap suit and then he fucking jump up he jumped up and down he fucking um he fucking did the uh what is that shit called fucking tap dance and then he ran away back into his fucking cage like this is you support this shit you fuck for real you 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 are out here supporting a fucking rapist pedophile that has dementia, my man. Dementia. You want to rock with that? I can fuck no. This whole quarantine too told me a lot about my way of thinking. My thought processes when I go through things 
or how I want to diagnose certain situations before I put myself into them. And I'm going to be completely honest. I don't like a lot of things. Socially, at least. I don't like it. I don't like a lot of shit socially. Like, fucking people talking about Donald Trump like he's he did nothing wrong. That Not even... This is something else, too. Not even bigging him up. Not even giving him no praise, right? Just not... Just... They're not, not acknowledging the fact that he's a piece of shit will fuck with me. That will bother me. Like, if someone wanted to talk about R. Kelly... I fucking... I was, I was a huge fucking R. Kelly... Huge R. Kelly fan. It's 2020... It's July 6th. If someone was to talk to talk to me about R. Kelly and didn't preface it or anywhere in that conversation didn't mention the fact that he's a fucking mutt that needs to be buried underneath the jail, I'm going to have a problem with that. You need to preface, like, you, just so we know we're on the same page. Because if, if I go out and I'm like, oh, he's a piece of shit and fucking fuck him and I hope his, you know, I hope he gets fucking eczema and shit on, on the back of his kneecaps. If I say these things and you're like, oh, I don't know about that. I'm going to go after you for not shitting on him. So I, pe socially, it's just, I don't know. I feel like I take things, I take things um too serious when it comes to talking about a certain person that has a questionable fucking history. And I also don't like when a socially awkward person will fit, not, not even like fake it till you make it, will try so hard to be social, it'll kill them inside. Like you could see it. Fucking relax. People, if people like you and you're, if you're, you're out somewhere, so people already like you. They will come up to you. You don't even have to be doing anything. Motherfuckers just want to talk like me, right? I, I, I would say my social skills are pretty good, but I don't want to fucking talk to anybody. Ever. Ever. Unless it's one of you guys, then, you know. But when it if I'm, like, in a public setting and I'm by myself, I'm by myself for a reason. I'm just there to get in, do whatever the fuck I got to do, and go. If I'm at like a party or something, I'll say hi to a few people what's going on. And then I'll find my fucking wall to post up on because I don't fuck. And then I'm going to leave in 30 minutes. That, that's just how I am. I'll say hi. Hey, how you doing? Fucking nice to meet you. Nice to see you again. Love you very much. And then depending on the person, I'm going to dip hard. It has nothing to do with them. It's, it's literally on me. I just do not, I, I, I just feel like people are, uh, the way I think, I feel like it's getting, it, it's just, it gets blocked up, and then I get angry because my thought process is getting blocked, so I'm like, fuck man, okay, let me go do something else, let me remove myself from the situation. It's been a long, <laughs> it's been a long fucking, it's been a long quarantine, man, it's been a lot of bullshit, we are getting through this. Let me tell, let me, let me say this though. I don't want to admit this. I don't want to say it. I don't want to put it out into the universe, but I feel like we're going to get extended for another month. I feel like in August where they're going to say, yeah, we're going to extend, dude, this fucking monkey was like, oh, let's open up a few things in California. Like Californians were already low key out. You know what I mean? Californians were already, we were already like out doing shit. 
not not hard body night. Like, we weren't hard body. Excuse me, karate, fucking shit up, and you know not giving a fuck about social distancing. But we were out, and not a lot of people were wearing masks either. So for him, oh, you can go out, but you got to wear a mask. There are still people not wearing masks. Put your fucking mask on. I want to, I, I openly stare and judge people that don't have, a, you don't give a fuck. That's what you're saying to me. You don't fucking care if I got sick. You don't care if they get sick. You like, it's already clear. You don't give a fuck if you get sick, which is fine. You know, fuck you, but don't put someone else's life in danger like that. Or someone else's health. Let me say. Let me say that. Someone else's health in danger. That doesn't make you. You're not a martyr. You're not a fucking martyr. You're not a. You're not like a. Aladdin fucking kind of guy. Just because you don't wear a mask. You're not. You know. You're not a. You're not a fucking go getter. You're not a chaser. You're not a. A fucking innovator. Oh, I don't want to wear a mask. Oh, freedom of speech. Like that fucking fat nobody at, um, at, where, where was it? Costco. And he was like, I woke up. I woke up today in America, in America, and I, I refuse to wear a mask. He said it just like that. I, I refuse to wear a mask because I live in America with this fucking fat bulbous three chin face his egg shell white skin and his fucking salt and pepper pathetic excuse for a fucking five o'clock fucked up shadow i don't need that in my life and then my, <clears throat> my man was getting busy the fucking employee or the or the manager took his cart like sir if you're not gonna wear a mask you can't be in here straight to the point Straight to the fucking point. Not even like bullshitting him. Hey, you can't fucking be in here if you don't have a mask on. It's not. It's it's not it's not hard. And he's like, I woke up today in a free country, and he heard he heard that shit. And he's like, all right. It took his fucking took his cart. You like you fuck type shit. And then the second he pulled it away, he cocksucking McGee try to try to backpedal. Hey um hey Marilyn, uh give me give me uh. Put on your mask and I'll give you my card and you can pay for everything. My man was already halfway gone. He's got the cart. He's got the cart, Duke. What is you going to do? You don't got no groceries now because you didn't want to wear a fucking mask. Now you got to starve. What are you going to eat, Duke? What are you going to eat, NASCAR? Nothing. You fucking nothing. Or the Karen Apocalypse. I've been gone for too long. What's up with all these crazy ass, mouthful of dick, garbage, fucking thin, coarse, disgusting ass, white, like white hair. You know what I'm fucking talking about? When the hair, their hair looks like if you go on a fucking huff and puff and blow your house down type shit, it's either gonna break into nothing or it's going to turn into legit particles and join the rest of the universe that's what it looks like to me or that woman that screamed fuck you at the top of her lungs turbo hit me fuck you, fuck you! these are people getting busy out here that just want to scream 
and cause havoc for nothing. There is no reason this shit needs to fucking go down. They just want to act dumb. Oh my god. Or did you see that fucking um that video on uh Twitter of that lady cracked out fucking this is some Z World War Z fucking Call of Duty Nazi zombies type joint. This lady is running, I kid you not, running into a glass door because they don't want glass um yeah, glass door. They don't want to let her in. And it's a whole bunch of people in the bar and she's just bugging the fuck out. She's bugging out hard. She's on that fucking Lamar Odom. That PC, that fucking good shit. She's on that Lamar hard body. She's fucking with it hard. You can tell alcohol will not make you do that. There is no fuck. Weed won't make you do that. You can smoke the highest fucking percentage of fucking sativa and it will not make you do this. Nothing. It has to be a higher drug. Fucking PC fucking Pete. Ba no, bath fucking bath salts. Bath salts. I just fucking cracked the case. Mechanics. Bath salts. This bitch was on those fucking bath salts. Now, she was running into the glass door repeatedly. Over and over and over again. And then, if it wasn't as bad for you, this sick fuck decided to put her whole tongue, her whole tongue on the glass and lick it. Like, so this is, this is, there's no visuals yet. But this is how I feel, right? And it's fucking Purple Room Recording Spin Fire in the booth, but I'm not a rapper. Best podcast in San Jose. It's July 6th, 2020. If I'm going to put my fucking tongue on glass, right? As a joke, I am, I'm, I'm going to judge you. But if you say, oh, haha, like, I'll be like, you're weird, but okay. This fucking lady put her... Imagine this. Let me see if I can uh, give you this visual. She put her tongue on the glass and then moved her head up. So her tongue was moving with it. And she didn't just like a little one, right? She just... She licked the glass like twice. Like fucking... Uh, like a four inch lick vertically twice or three times might have been three times then she chills out for a minute and then repeats the fucking psycho process of bashing her goddamn head into the fucking glass door this happened they called the police oh no no, no. she okay before that she hit she okay so she ran her head in the glass really hard and started bleeding. Knocked herself the fuck out. Started bleeding from her head. Good. You can't. Normal people do not live this way. Stop it. Don't make this a thing. If I fucking go somewhere. And I'm inside. And I'm indoors. And you know. Enjoying my cocktail. Um, e eating something delicious. And I have to see. Fucking. Uh, my fucking. Marilyn fucking Monroe after everybody got done fucking her and she was just nothing but skin, bone, and drug. 
before she died. If I have to see that shit running fucking mad hatter that was really fucked up to say <laughs> running <laughs> mad hatter fast <laughs> against a glass door i am going someone is getting someone's getting sued some something is happening i'm fucking in here i want to eat my food stop and before let before i forget let me say let me let i have to say this because it's been a reoccurring thing. This isn't something that's going away. No one wants to... It keeps It keeps coming up is what I'm getting at. Fucking pedophile... Pedophiles. I was going to say pedophile men. It's not just men. It's not just men. It's not just men. Do you... You guys know that, right? That a woman can be just as much of a fucking sick, disgusting, buried underneath the fucking ground... Underneath the jail, pedophile. Yes, these are. Th yes, this is a thing. There are so many of them in schools. It's so disturbing for me to hear that. I don't want to listen to this shit sometimes, but I can't fucking avoid it. Just like the, all the stuff in the media. Rest in peace to Vanessa, dude. How the fuck is it possible for the government to get away? or the police to get away with so many murders of so many beautiful fucking people. So many beautiful lives. People that were giving to their communities. People that gave a fuck. Like my man that got, that was drunk in Wendy's. And they fucking shot him. He was fearing for his life. There are so many different alternatives to these things. Or they fucking, my, my, uh, my man that they fucking rolled him up in a, in a gym fucking rug and they found him like however many hours or days later with his organs, all of his organs gone and they, you know, they ruled it a suicide. How does this happen? There is no fucking way something like this can keep going and no one is like, hey, you know what we should do? Investigate. There, no. You don't care. That's all it is. You don't give a fuck to try to pursue and find whoever is doing this. That's all that is. You don't fucking care. You don't give a fuck. Just like with that Vanessa girl that died. May she rest in peace. You don't fucking care. The pol You think the police give a fuck? They killed a Latina girl. They don't fucking care about us. They don't give a fuck. They never did. Now the children thing. This is what I this is this is what I gotta say, right? And um, caution. Uh, what I'm about to say is 100% true, and <laughs> you can take it how you want. But I, I'm I'm fucking laying this on the floor. If I ever, ever got a call that my daughter, my my baby, my fucking daughter, the daughter I wish I had, by the way, my, my baby, come here, baby, my baby did her hair in the morning and shit, me, not her mom, me, I did her hair, got her dress, gave her a kiss on the tree, love you, see you after school, if I got a call that one of these pieces of shit was fucking doing something inappropriate, said something inappropriate, made an innuendo towards my daughter, I'm calling. I 
this is this is this is I've thought about this. This is what I would do. I would first stand in my wherever the fuck I am, stand up straight, take ten deep breaths to make sure and what I what I'm about to do is about to be nuts. I know that, so I'm gonna psychologically prepare myself. <clears throat> so <laughs> then I would if I'm at work, I would fucking let all of everybody know, hey, uh, let me tell you something. After today, if I, I if I do not come back tomorrow, find another find someone to fill my position because I'm not coming back. That's what I would do. Or if I'm uh, if um, if it's a pot, if I'm running this pod and it's fucking witty as fuck, I would say, hey, you fucking guys take over. I- I'm gonna I'm gonna go have to sit down for a minute. <clears throat> and then I would call the school and say, let me let me fucking tell you. Or I'd pick up the phone because I'd hang up. Then I'd get back on the phone. Let me tell you something. Whoever the fuck did this to my daughter i just got a phone call and if it's true or whether it's not i don't fucking care the fact that this got brought to my attention meant something i am going down to that fucking school call the police because you better fucking you better hope those cocksuckers get there before me and i hang up and then i'd fucking go in with the with the volibear mentality if you don't know what the volibear mentality is let me tell you Volibear is a god. He is a bear. Obviously. He is a god. God. I would hit this motherfucker that did something to my daughter with everything I got with claws, teeth, lightning, and dick. Everything. Nothing is nothing is getting spared. I uh, I came to I came to fuck. I came to rip shit apart. I came to strike you the fuck down. Lightning, fucking teeth, claws, lightning, and dick. I came to get busy. You thought you were going to do something to my daughter? Nah, Duke, I'm going to show you what the fuck is supposed to happen. <laughs> You're going to fucking pay. I'm tired of this shit. My fucking, my, my baby. My baby. No. Lightning, teeth, claws, and dick that's all of them all of them i i said that repeatedly to a few people and they're like you got to put the dick part in there too yes lightning teeth and claws gotta add dick got to even if i don't give it to it got got to got to as shock <laughs> it's been fire in the booth but i'm not a rapper i'm back thank you very much for listening to this Hard body purple room recordings episode. Purple room motherfucking recording. Spin fire in the booth, but I'm not a rapper. Hottest podcast in San Jose, fucking Zay, baby. We doing this shit. We coming at you live and direct. We record it and then we put it out. I record it and then I put it out. That's how fucking easy it is. Thank you guys very much for being so patient. I love every last one of you. I will see you next time. Stay fucking angry and forget, don't forget yeah, yeah. the way the boss there. Lightning, yeah, yeah. teeth, I've been down like claws, and dick. I'm done. See the of this game, Alice would do you like a ring. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really getting what you mean.